There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Well, this is our Wednesday edition of the podcast, and we certainly want to thank the Lord for the beautiful day. And we'll thank the Lord for his goodness to us. We'll thank the Lord for his mercies, which were new this morning. And so each one of you that tunes in is a help to this podcast. You're a blessing to us. We want to be a help to people. We've had several people over the last couple of weeks that have contacted us and let us know they listen to the podcast. Uh, Many of them we did not know listen. We have some say they listen every day when possible. Others say they binge listen when they're traveling, uh, moving down the road. They'll listen to five or six at a time. And uh, so we're thankful for each one of them. And so we hope that you're still listening. Those of you that have spoke with us, we hope that this is a help and a blessing to you. We're going to be in Psalm 38 today, and we're going to kind of finish up this psalm the best we can. And I know we've bounced all around this psalm. We looked at the I am, I will of this psalm. But I go back, and again, we're just trying to see Jesus Christ in this psalm. And eventually here, the next couple of days, I believe with the Lord's help, we're going to go through the I am of psalms. And that's one of those things that uh, we must have an understanding. The I am that spake to Moses is the I am of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. And he also spake to Moses, and he also spake to us in the Psalms. And it's one of the things that really triggered this study on the Psalms. And so we're going to look at that extensively a little bit later on here, possibly early next week. Psalm 38. And this, of course, is a Psalm of David to bring to remembrance. And we see that he, in verse 8, he says, I am feeble and sore broken. I have roared by reason of the disquietness of my heart. And so we know the disquietness of his heart. His heart is unsettled. Why? He's been made sin for us. What a terrible thing for Jesus Christ. Yet we praise him. We thank him. We give him all the glory for what he's done for us. And he says, Lord, all my desire is before thee, and my groaning is not hid from thee. And so he doesn't say his desire is before him. He says, Lord, my desire is before thee. And my groaning is not hid from thee. So we know that the Lord heard his suffering. The Lord heard his plight. The Lord heard his cry. We've established that numerous times just in the Psalms. And the Lord's ear was inclined to hear him. He's the son of God. God has a great interest in what's going on that day at Calvary. And the Lord has a far greater interest than people in this world certainly have concerning Calvary. He says, my heart panteth. My strength faileth me. As for the light of mine eyes, it also is gone from me. Now, a little bit later on, he speaks about his hearing. His ears cannot hear. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in one of the podcasts, possibly today. Uh, But his eyes have failed him. And as the light of his eyes is gone from me, he says, My lovers and my friends stood aloof from my sore, and my kinsmen stand afar off. Now, this is where someone... Uh, would get mixed up by modern linguistics as lovers and his friends. Uh, This is not a lover like you and I would have a lover today. 
And if you have a lover, then you're absolutely carnal at best, possibly lost. Uh, a lover there is a, someone that you love, the people you care about. This is not some kind of sensual relationship. And of course, the perverts of this day twist those things and try to hook up Jesus Christ with Mary Magdalene and all the perverse things that go along with the idolatry of Hollywood. And yet Hollywood establishes most people's doctrine. And when Hollywood doesn't, music does. And so again, our sins are under the blood uh, because we don't believe the doctrine of the word of God. And, and uh, again, we've been made free uh, in Jesus Christ, yet every song we sing is set free. And to God be all the glory. I'm not going to get caught up in that again. And then he says, they also that seek after my life lay snares for me. And they that seek my hurt speak mischievous things and imagine deceits all the day long. Who are they that seek after his life? Well, I do believe that he's dealing with devils here. It's not just the Jews and the Romans, although certainly there is an application can be made there. But in this place, he's dealing with the devils. They're laying snares for him. They want Jesus Christ dead, and their hope is contrary to Scripture, contrary to what they've heard, their entire being, is that Jesus Christ will resurrect, and they're hoping that he does not resurrect. They're hoping in death uh, that he will not come from the tomb. And so they're laying snares for him. They're seeking his hurt. They speak mischievous things. They imagine deceits. And then in verse 13, he says, But I, as a deaf man, heard not, and I was as a dumb man that openeth not his mouth. Now, Isaiah 53 covers that, and we talked about the, the other day with the I am's, we talked about Isaiah 53, because Isaiah 53 really is one of the great passages concerning Jesus Christ. What the Word of God told us in Isaiah 53, in verse 4, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. With his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He has brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before her shearers is dumb. So he openeth not his mouth. Now it's important to understand what Isaiah is speaking of there. When he says, yet he openeth not his mouth. As a lamb before her shears was dumb. So he's speaking of Jesus Christ in the he. But as a lamb before her shearers, and that's one of those things that I've heard many opinions and thoughts, and I'm just going to give you Tim McVeigh's opinion and thoughts on that. We see in the sacrifice of Leviticus 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, uh, and of course we see the Word of God goes through the burnt offerings, the Word of God deals with the meat offering, goes through the peace offering, it goes through the sin offering, goes through the trespass offering, and uh, we see these things. But we see that, of course, the burnt offering is a male. The meat offering is not applicable to a lamb. But then we see the peace offering. It's going to be a male or a female. And uh, we see the bullock is offered for the sin offering of the people in Leviticus 4. But then that trespass offering in Leviticus 5, and I'm going to read this to you in its entirety through verse 7. If a soul sin and hear the voice of swearing, we're Leviticus chapter 5, verse 1. And is a witness, whether he hath seen or known of it, if he do not utter it, then he shall bear his iniquity. Or if a soul touch any unclean thing, whether it be a carcass of an unclean beast, or a carcass of unclean cattle, or the carcass of unclean creeping things, and if it be hidden from him, he also shall be unclean and guilty. Or if he touch the uncleanness of man, whatsoever uncleanness it be, that a man shall be defiled withal, and it be hid from him, when he knoweth of it, then shall he be guilty. Or if a soul swear, pronounce it with his lips to do evil, to do good, whatsoever it be, that a man shall pronounce with an oath that be hid from him when he knoweth of it, 
that he shall be guilty in one of these. And it shall be when he shall be guilty in one of these things that he shall confess that he hath sinned in that thing. And he shall bring his trespass offering unto the Lord for his sin, which he hath sinned, a female from the flock, a lamb or a kid of the goats for a sin offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for him concerning his sin. And so we see here now that a lamb before her shears is dumb. Leviticus 5 tells us it's going to be a female from the flock. It's going to be that little ewe lamb. And it's going to be offered for a sin offering for that soul that has heard the swearing, heard the oath, and has been a partaker of that, yet has not opened his mouth. And so that lamb is going to be offered on his behalf for sin. Jesus Christ is that offering. He is a lamb before her shearers is done. He himself knew no sin, yet he knew our sin. And so he was willing to die for our sins. He is that offering to God be all the glory. And so when we go back again into Psalm 38, and we see that I was a deaf man, heard not, and I was as a dumb man that openeth not his mouth. That's what Isaiah is referencing there. That is Jesus Christ made sin for us. Thus I was a man that heareth not, and in whose mouth are no reproofs. He didn't correct, he didn't instruct, he bore the iniquity of the congregation of Israel. He bore the iniquity of us all. Thus I was as a man that heareth not, and in whose mouth are no reproofs, for in thee, O Lord, do I hope. Thou wilt hear, O Lord my God. And so he doesn't cry out to man. He doesn't reprove man or correct man. What he does, he cries out to God. And he says, Lord, you will hear. You'll be the one to know. You'll be the one to hear my cry. And then he said in verse 16, For I said, Hear me, lest otherwise they should rejoice over me when my foot slippeth. They magnify themselves against me. We see so many times in the Psalms, we see the psalmist speak about his feet almost slipping, his feet slipping, his foot slippeth. And Several times in the Psalms, we see that as Jesus Christ. As I look at this, I realize I've failed to divulge what they are at this point. I've not studied that out completely as I should have. That's my failure, and I apologize. But you can go look up foot or feet in the Psalms, and you'll see many times it speaks of his feet slipping. His feet had nigh well slipped. Also, we see in the Psalms, starting in Psalm 116 as a good reference point, we see his feet also are falling. Why? Because they have slipped. And he's in that pit. He's been made an offering for sin. He says, for I am ready to halt, in verse 17, and my sorrow is continually before me. For I will declare mine iniquity, I will be sorry for my sin. But mine enemies are lively, and they are strong, and they that hate me wrongfully are multiplied. They also that render evil for good are mine adversaries, because I follow the thing that good is. And then he says, forsake me not, O Lord. O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. In Psalm 22, when he cried, and said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? And from the words of my roaring. Here he says, forsake me not, O Lord. O my God, be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord, of my salvation. On the cross, he says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Once he's been offered, and once it's finished, then he says, O forsake me not, O Lord, O my God, be not far from me. 
Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. And so again, we see this Psalm of David dealing with Jesus Christ, dealing with the chastening, dealing with the arrows, dealing with the soundness, dealing with his iniquities, his wounds, dealing with his body. That's where his wounds come from. Dealing with his flesh, dealing with his suffering, dealing with the offering of himself, dealing with that sin offering, that trespass offering, that little ewe lamb. We know that he was deaf. He would not hear. He would not hear the plight of himself. He would not see the plight of himself. He would not reprove men, yet he cried out to God. He's a lamb before her shears is dumb, yet he openeth all his mouth. When he did cry, he cried unto his father. And might I say, when he cried to the father, the Lord heard him out of his holy temple. Psalm 38, a Psalm of David. It's probably the shortest podcast we've done, but tomorrow, Lord willing, we'll visit Psalm 39. Have a great day. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. And he longs to return to the Lord As he cries for forgiveness and mercy God is waiting You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption all at night. Now the angels of God are rejoicing for the prodigal child has come home and the saints all with are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.